and we are recording episode 899 tuesday september 6th 2022 at 2 24 p.m eastern time mr mark morano author of the great uh the great reset which really i think has probably given the most credibility as someone that dives into all of these i read an audio or listen to an audiobook a week probably the best breakdown of what this is in a non non uh uh fantastical way no no tinfoil hat no no pearl clutching it's not deeply republican or democrat it's not pro or anti-american it's just what this really is you can call it communism you can call it based on climate change you can call it the technocratic elite really what it is is it's the controlling of movement of people and resources in in a manner so definitive that no dictatorship on earth has ever even come close to this. But with that, Mr. Murano, please introduce yourself. Thank you very much. Uh, you go by Tom, right? Or Thomas? Yeah, and whatever you want, man. Tom, oh, Tommy, okay. whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, thank you. Yeah, my book, The Great Reset. Uh, it, I, I think I thank you for that introduction because I really tried to do this isn't just one man's opinion. I didn't do a diatribe with commentary and some references here and there. I try to take a dispassionate, almost written, you know, not quite, but associated press style where you know, I have like 90 pages of footnotes and I go through and I break down factually what's happening mixed with commentary. But I even include the left, the BBC and Naomi Klein attacking the whole concept, saying a great reset is a giant conspiracy theory. It's not happening. And it's a conspiracy smoothie between the right wing and the left wing and blah, blah, blah. So I even include criticisms of it because mm-hmm. I believe that in order for people to understand really what it is, you can't, you know, I have my big competition right now. I'll go ahead and say it is Glenn Beck's got a great reset book and Alex Jones has a great reset book, neither of which I have read. However, the way I would distinguish mine without having read theirs is I have a field of experts pro and con. I have a touch of, you know, Hollywood, if you will, I try to make my book entertaining in the sense that, there's humor, it's box, it's a reference guide. It's written in the style of the the old, you know, idiot's guide to gardening, yeah. idiot's guide to cooking. So it's it's really it's it's at the one hand in depth, but it's also an easy to easy to read and laid out there. And again, I, I believe in mainstream sources. So when I quote what the World Economic Forum out of Davos is up to, you don't think like, oh, is that some obscure blog? No, it's NBC News. Mm-hmm. No, it's the World Economic Forum video. No, that's from USA Today. No, that's the New York Times. No, that's the L.A. Times. I really tried to do mainstream sources just to get people so they would actually say this is not a conspiracy. And what I would argue is that we're not conspiracy theorists. We're conspiracy observers. Mm-hmm. And the 2020 was the year of conspiracy realities outnumbered conspiracy theories. So the Great Reset, in short, is the World Economic Forum capitalizing on the emergency decree of COVID and the lockdown, saying this is a rare, narrow window of opportunity by which to reset the world. And in the book reveals that's exactly what has been happening in rapid fashion over these two plus years. They're collapsing our energy. They're collapsing our food supply. They're collapsing our transportation system to to force essentially restrictions on freedom of movement. And it's all happening in real time before our eyes. And it's uh, the boiling of the frog has has sped up. They've they've removed the Bunsen burner and put a jet engine. It's it's I'm 32 and I've. I've noticed the uptick in just two years of of ratcheting it up and its acceleration. And it is 
it very simply is. It's 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 there's almost a almost a a meditative zenness to it. Not in the sense that it's it's not evil and and Marxist and anti-human, which, which it is, but it it simply is. You can watch it. This isn't um, you know, this isn't. A, I've read I've read every book about it, but this isn't you know, Devil's Chessboard or uh, uh, Family of Secrets or or case closed about JFK where you can speculate this and speculate that. And what did James Jesus Angleton know? And what was the head of the Soviet coup guys doing in Q and it's sure, but it's so far ago. It's so far removed. It's back when a color TV was a, a hot product that it's those almost are sort of having it and they're all dead. So there's this sort of opaque fog when you look at something like, JFK or you can go farther back, you know, like a, a Lusitania or Great Depression or, or or even Gulf of Tonkin. This is happening now. The people are still alive and they're openly gloating it. On not this isn't a this isn't a declassified file from the CIA in nineteen seventy. Yeah. This is this is video of Klaus Schwab in a leather suit <laughs> saying what we will be doing. And it's it's watching it. It's seeing right now, September 6, 2022, it's looking at the uh, the chart of, of fuel in Europe. I mean, was it yesterday, the day before that Nord Stream 2 was turned off or Nord Stream was turned off? It's happening. It's happening right now. The farmers in the Netherlands or the truckers in Canada, the vaccine mandates here, inflation, intentional inflation destroying the dollar. No one breaking up big tech. They could do it tomorrow. There's a reason they're not, because if you hold a sort of Damocles over them, you can tell them what to do. It just is. You don't have to believe it. It just is. Very well said. In fact, you can just see it everywhere. Like you just said, first of all, they're intentionally crippling our energy systems everywhere you look. Now, Europe, this is it's a form of primitivism we never witnessed in anyone's lifetime living. They're going back 200 years. Mm-hmm. The BBC is reporting that Europe lacks a is literally a physical amount of energy. There's a physical energy shortage and people are now collecting wood in, in forests for the coming winter. They're fearing winter the way they did. 200 years ago before the industrial revolution. That's how bonkers this has become. And again, this is so worth it in their minds because this is about the net zero green new deal. They're saving the planet and they're sticking it to Putin on some weird level. I don't understand that, (laughs) but this is the massive suffering that we're seeing. And remember cold kills anywhere from eight to 20 or higher times than heat. So anyone who tells you like, well, well, we're, you know, it's about cold that kills, but even an air conditioning in Spain, you can't turn your air conditioner below. I think it's 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, in, in Colorado, just this past week, last week, people had their thermostats oh, yeah. controlled by the utility when they went to turn it down and it declared energy emergency flashed up. Sorry, you can't, you can't cool your house off. We're in an energy emergency, California, bans the sale of gas-powered cars by 2035. One day, the next day, they announces current owners of EVs can't recharge because there isn't enough energy. You see where this is heading. It's called dystopian reality. Um, So as I mentioned, they're collapsing energy, food, and they're going after your freedom of movement. Uh, um, And this is huge. You mentioned the Netherlands, first of all. Netherlands is the largest exporter of meat in Europe, second largest exporter of food. 
12, up to 12,000 small family-run intermediate-sized farms that have been owned by the same families for generations are on the chopping block because of a war on modern high-yield agriculture, which has fed the world since the agricultural revolution in the 1950s and 60s. They're going after it, saying, oh, nitrogen is bad as a fertilizer because it's a heat-trapping gas, so the planet's overheating. And did you see that flood over there? That's caused by your SUV and by the hamburger you're eating. And every politician goes along with this. They virtue signal its opportunity. They don't want to get in the crosshairs. They don't want to become part of cancel culture. So even conservatives and libertarians and Republicans pay lip service to the climate agenda, to this reset. And this is how wokeism and this is how transgender, this is how critical race. No one wants to be that negative voice that gets singled out and canceled. And this is how we end up with no energy, food shortages, and now transportation system and, and literally the basis of car ownership being questioned right now. They're intentionally creating car shortages with these EV mandates. It's, um, it's, yeah. And it, it, it's kind of, it's kind of fun. It, not, it is funny. I'll call it funny. <laughs> it is funny in that all you have to do is just speak up. It's the devil has no clue. No one wants to be the, I'm not going to be the one to say that I'm anti, you know, you know, chop my genitals off, dye my hair blue and say Slava Ukraine. I don't have anything against Ukraine. I've interviewed Ukrainian refugees. I mean, my heart goes out to them. But there's yeah. this huge thing where no one wants to be the one that says it. No one wants to be the one that goes. Have you ever, you ever, I mean, like in college, I graduated college 10 years ago. Every once in a while, there'd be like a whatever. We'd all go to the same bar or something. We'd be doing something and something that we normally did and it was fun. But for whatever reason, it just like wasn't popping that night and finally someone would say like yeah this bar kind of blows and someone else would be like dude do you want to leave and everyone would be like let's go and like no one wanted to be there but there's this thing where no one wants to say it maybe a friend's a, a roommate's band was playing or something but finally someone says it and it's you know no 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 harm against them but it's just what it is and then the whole movement happens at once it's like a it's like a glacier breaking apart it takes years and then it just happens so you have everyone scared out of their minds to say anything. And because of that, this just marches forward. And the the desires align, right? You have the you have the true believers, you have the climate changers, you have the uh, carbon is bad people, then you have the the corporations who are vacuuming up all of the money because right in a contraction, all the big fish eat the little fish. And if you shut down everything due to mask mandates, you're allowed to do that. The government's getting the power they want, which is that's just that's a trait as old as time itself humans vying for power and then power corrupting all you really have to do is start to call it out and that's the beauty of that's the beauty of truth is what's the saint augustine quote truth is like a line you don't need to defend it just let it out of its cage and it will defend itself yeah. all you got to do is let it go you don't have to sit there and there's no there's no like governance board on the theory of gravity there's no censorship about how gravity doesn't exist right. it just is no, and the, you know, no one's being accused of a gravity misinformer or you know a gravity denier who needs to be shut down by facebook yeah it's they call themselves they hop off the building and very quickly find out it's real and then they're gone it's just what it is here it goes there it goes 9.81 meters per second squared it just is what does take censorship which does take top-down control brutal authoritarianism kill one man silence a thousand is saying that uh, the world is the center of the universe. The sun revolves around us. Uh, there is no such thing as germ theory. You don't need to 
uh, sanitize uh, uh, surgical wounds. You don't need to do any of this. That's what takes the control. And the beauty of your book is, which by the way, everybody's on Audible. It's only about an eight-hour listen. Go knock it out in a day. You paint it all out for what it is and how it's moving in this direction. And it's exactly what it is. It's not, it is not, it is not a removal of the elites. In capitalism, you have the ability to become rich or you have the ability to get screwed by the rich. Those people, those operators don't disappear in a communist system. They figure out how to control that Rubik's Cube as well. And the difference with now is you used to be able to flee the country and go to another one. Yeah, It doesn't work when it's the entire globe. And that's one of the points of my book is unlike totalitarian uh, rules of old, rulers of old, you don't need standing armies, barbed wire fence, concentration camps, because this new form of totalitarianism really being revolutionized in China as a model gets rid of the person at the source. In other words, if you start speaking out against the regime in power, you can lose. And we've seen this happen. A recent MMA fighter, I believe, talked about losing his Gmail, his text, his websites, his social media apps, Justin Trudeau and many other governments around the world. Justin Trudeau did it to the convoy. He made made it impossible for these protesters of government policy to have access to their own money by having a, a banking government collusion together. He implied that they were terrorists, declared them terrorists, and then he uh, shut off access to their own money. If you baked a cake or made coffee for these protesters, your money would be shut off. I also detail in the book how if, in countries in, in Africa and Europe, if you don't go along with the vaccine mandate, if you refuse the government mandated vaccine, which doesn't prevent COVID, doesn't actually do anything and has many side effects. If you refuse it, you can't your ATM card doesn't work. I show you how MasterCard and uh, the United Nations are teamed up with a new credit card that monitors your carbon footprint. When you hit your carbon footprint max for the month, your ability to spend money cuts off world economic forum praises this card this is again no one's making these we don't have a choice in this we're not no one out there saying i don't want to eat a hamburger it's people might say that but no one is making the decision of let's ban hamburgers it's happening to them hmm. government unelected bureaucrats are determining that you can't eat hamburgers because the climate is bad for the climate government unelected bureaucrats are telling you you can't drive a gas-powered car because it's bad for the climate Government, uh, the unelected bureaucrats are telling you that you can't you have to wear a mask and, uh, and get a shot you don't want because it's good for public health. It's all the same things that we're finding here. You can't control your own thermostat because it's bad for the earth. And this is what's this is the core of it. And the reason they're getting the reason they're getting away with this is emergency power. So one of the things I do in the book, I go back to the Roman Republic mm -hmm. all the way through the Middle Ages, through Germany, 1933 and Adolf Hitler, through the Patriot Act and 9-11 and in between and show you that the greatest infringements on human rights by governments have occurred during emergency powers. And that's what we're living under now. By the way, the 9-11 emergency powers, terrorism gave us the Patriot Act, which set up the whole surveillance state. Now we have a situation where we're still living under a COVID emergency. Joe Biden keeps extending it. And this allowed every blue state governor, mayor to be a virtual dictators overnight, canceling churches, gyms, schools, mandating vaccines, masks, stay at home orders. We had places where if you reported your neighbor having too many people at a backyard barbecue, that you would get, not only would you get rewarded for snitching on your neighbor, but the neighbor you reported on would have his utilities cut off as punishment from the state. 
And so that, again, that corporate uh, collusion that we had there. So this is what we're facing. This is the great reset. This is what COVID lockdowns have wrought. And all of this is in the background of two looming threats. World Health Organization, the WHO, once they have a pandemic treaty, mm-hmm. very scary. A Bill Gates-funded scientist can declare a pandemic, and then the whole world shuts down, vax mandates, interstate travel bans, churches closed, businesses closed. And the second thing is Joe Biden is set to declare, according to the Associated Press, a national climate emergency, which will literally grant him 130 wartime executive powers. And this will also give it to mayors, governors, you are looking at under this scenario, which could be months away or sooner, according to the Associated Press. This isn't, again, some obscure blog, a conspiracy blog. Um, they're talking about car-free days in cities. They're talking about more thermostat controls. They're talking about um, you know, even you know, gasoline restrictions, all sorts of things, because in a climate emergency, we have to do everything it takes. It's like fighting World War II. Think of wartime rationing. This is the world they want us to live in, except it's going to be permanent. There's no, like... Two two weeks to flatten the climate curve. I think we tried that with COVID. It didn't quite work. It will never end. I mean, we're still we're still in the in GWAT, the global war on terror. That never happened. Uh, Will Arkin, former former Army intelligence, is a great author. I've had him on here a couple of times. He talks about it in his book, The Generals Have No Clothes. I mean, just with the Pentagon and the DOD, we can see what they do. They just shift. uh, They shift mission statements. They don't end the war. Instead of yeah. saying it's Operation Iraqi Freedom, now it's uh, now it's uh, interdicting a uh, uh, drug trade in the Pacific, uh, JI Eight of South uh, Africom. It's just you just shift it. They're all they're they're in Yemen now. We got to go. And what's interesting about that is I profile all these politically left to center who had tran- political transition red pilled, if you will. But on the same token, I mean, I didn't support the Gulf War in 1990. I didn't support the Iraq War. I didn't support Afghanistan. However, I wasn't like incredibly opposed i was kind of like okay you could i still didn't understand iraq i think that i just had to do with halliburton and dick cheney looking back <laughs> but, you know i sound like you know but i but i think if you look at it you know afghanistan maybe hit a couple of targets never occupy was never that strong but i look back now and i think some of the most loathsome political figures of recent times are george w bush dick cheney and I look at them and all the left was right about Dick Cheney, about Halliburton. I look at myself going to these Occupy Wall Street protests. And at the time, this would have been, uh, I guess, what, 2010, uh, 11, 10, 11, 12. And they are, oh, these these are you know, left wing nuts. They're socialists. There were a lot of nuts at these rallies. However, they had some very important things sure. right. And it was about the anti-globalist campaign, the anti-corporate government collusion. So I look back, I'm willing to evolve, if you will, politically. So sure. I, I look back, just like the leftists are reassessing, I'm reassessing. You know, I, I, I worked for Republican senators and all that. And now I think the thing I hate the most, I loathe the most is the Republican Party because they're the ones that are supposed to be in opposition to mm-hmm. what we're fighting. And unfortunately- they're, they go way along with all of this, and they're more of a hindrance because when you have the opposition in your pocket, it's a lot harder to fight. It's it's kind of like choosing a, a – it's like what the astronauts say when you go to the – internet. I don't know why I'm saying this. Like it's a common thing. Yeah. Like you and I are going to go up there. But when they say you go up to the International Space Station, what you realize, the first thing you really notice is that there are no borders. And you're also – you're not always looking at the – the globe the way we see it right north america south america turn it a little bit and there's europe yeah. you're always at a different angle it's coming different ways to the point where it looks completely alien because you don't know what it is 
I think you have to use that and kind of stake your beliefs in the ground and go, the history of big government leads to genocide. That's just, there. there's a spoiler alert. There's human history for you. There's the, there's the, you know, the, what's the, what's the quick reads for whatever it's called for dummies. Governments cause genocide. That's just what it is. Power will always, power and wealth will always aggregate at the top and they will use it to perpetuate itself and they will keep each other in business so long as it works. Everything else is on the table, whether it's a bioweapon, whether it's a world war, whether it's slave trade, whether it's human trafficking, they will just go for it. And so to fall, and I've done it too, you fall into the dichotomy of Democrat, Republican, Democrats are going to save the world, Republicans are going to stop them and, and vice versa. Yeah. You just have to stop that in general. And, and and plant your beliefs in the ground and stand there. And doesn't matter which way the waves go around you, just view it for what it is. There is a marriage between big pharma, big tech, the government, and then the oldest one in the book, the military industrial complex. They're all moving together and they're not moving together to help you. The things that we've been doing, you know, like you said, I was only 12 or 11, but hey, I remember Afghanistan and I still think it kind of makes sense, right? You go and they, World Trade Center. Yeah, you got to go get them. Iraq makes no. Not sense. to occupy. That was the difference. no, no, no. Never Nation builders do no, strikes of course on not. Them and get out. I still make. Of course not. Of course, of a hundred percent. We should have gone. Yeah, a couple JDAMs and get it over with. Anything else is just occupation. When you look over there, and then it's easy to like not look at it, right? It's oh man, we're slaughtering people in Iraq. But I'm a white fifteen year old, and I'm going to private Catholic school. It's easy to just put it at. I'm not thinking about Yemen right now. I'm not. Is anyone else on? The, we can say we are. The reality is, is we're not. That thing, that over there, that's just happening and oh, such a shame. And then you just go about your day. It's eventually going to be turned on us. It's exactly what's going to happen. That same blatant disregard that you maybe just see on a Reddit post or a WikiLeaks, you know, 10 dead and they shot up a van. You go, ah, and then you kind of go about your day. That's coming here because there's nowhere else to turn. And they will keep marching forward with the same vicious apathy that they have been for centuries yeah and the idea that uh remember how the unvaccinated were demonized a winter of death and we're the reason and we don't have full citizen access and then joe biden gives this speech you know with the military the red background the idea is half the country are fascist half the countries are threat to democracy that idea is important to establish because it sets up you know to hate someone they're dividing us well, there's really not much difference between a Joe Biden and a Mitt Romney. And a, now, there is a difference between Donald Trump. Donald Trump, I think, is an accident of history in many ways. <laughs> and one of the reasons, you know, there's a lot that I just found excessive about his personality, obviously. Sure. One of the reasons you got to love the guy is anyone that the military industrial complex, the national security state and the corporate media and all, hated to that extent. Well, that's my guy. <laughs> had to be doing not a couple things right. But thousands of things right. And that's, yeah. the, that's what's amazing about that. But he, had, of course, had his own mistakes. And a lot of it was his personality appointed. Sure. And I actually go into that in the book. In mm -hmm. uh, my two previous two books, one on climate and one on the Great Reset. But, um, you know, it, it actually, I actually say, unfortunately, Donald Trump is an interesting concept. Because had Hillary been president when COVID came and she tried to do the health emergency and then the lockdowns happened, state by state, I think there would have been a lot more pushback because Hillary would have been at the helm. But because Trump administration signed on that, everything was March, um, I think it was March 17th, uh, the, the COVID declaration, that was devastating because I, I call in the book, I call it one of the greatest blunders of a president in decades because that empowered 
the public health authorities to essentially seize control of America. The low point for Trump was when Larry Kudlow, his senior economic advisor, went on cable news and Mm -hmm. they asked, when's the economy going to open? This is in April. And he's like, I don't know. That's up to the health people. The president of the United States, top economic advisor, basically saying that's up to Anthony Fauci and his friends when we're going to open back up. I can't answer that. That's mind blowing when you look back at that and um so that's what that's what got us into this in terms of that but just so your listeners and viewers know the great reset is exploiting on top of this but it's been around i go back to in the book i go back to 1913 woodrow wilson the idea of an administrative state and this is important to understand this is an impulse that's been around for that long in america anyway it goes back centuries and other places but but chiefly in america the idea is we're not qualified as average citizens you know should our kid be mass eight hours a day in kindergarten are we epidemiologists no we defer to the experts this is ruled by experts ruled by credentialed expertocracy these unelected bureaucrats will take care of these aspects of your life they'll tell you whether you can drive a car whether you can eat meat don't worry about it because you're not qualified you don't know the impacts this is going to have on the planet you don't know the public health implications of not wearing a mask we're going to take care of this for you so this goes forward, I quote, in, in FDR's administration, I have his, one of his kitchen cabinet advisors, Stuart Chase, actually proposed a plan that sounded eerily like the Great Reset. Everything down to, to censorship, control of energy, uh, you know, uh, ownership. I mean, it's frightening. And then at the end of it, he actually says, this is, again, 1932. Why should the Soviets have all the fun remaking the world? This is when the New York Times sent their star correspondent to Stalin's Russia. And they were, I've seen the future and this is it. This is, they were all enamored with it, right? So I've updated that in the book, essentially, to say, why should the Chinese have all the fun? Because that's what's happening now. Mm -hmm. Again, on the same theme of how we all have political evolution. I remember back in the 90s, I was a free trader. Like, hey, whatever product gets the American people's cheapest, that's the best product ever. And all these trade things are great. And you remember the argument in the 1990s, China will become more like us if we can utilize uh-huh. them and they get more economic base. Well, what ended up happening is China oh, gutted our industrial base and then made us more like them. We now have Western leaders from Justin Trudeau to Obama administration, to UN climate chiefs, to New York Times climate, all praising China's one party rule. And the whole COVID thing was imposing a Chinese um, social credit system upon the once free West with the track and trace, with the vax mandates, with all the rules. You know, if you comply, you get these kind of benefits. If you don't, you're an outcast to society all borrowed from China. So this is where we are. And so the book, basically, Great Reset, is you'll own nothing, you'll be happy. U.S. will no longer be a superpower. And it goes through, you know, meat will be rare and expensive, treat. Everything you want will be delivered by drone. Climate change will be the number one priority of the world. This is this is the Great Reset. We're seeing it implemented by every Western leader. In the case, they changed some of the names, like Build Back Better is the U.S. version of the Great Reset. Net zero, build back better, as it could be called in Europe. But the idea is it's punishing us, turning us back to a primitivism. And here's the interesting thing. It's being led by people who said that Western civilization wasn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. And by golly, they're setting out their policies are going to make it not sustainable. And guess what? They're going to say, see, we told you so after they collapse Western civilization and impose this great reset, which is happening right before our eyes. And we're seeing it with all the equity asset firms buying up land. We're seeing it with the food shortages, supply chain. We're seeing it with inflation and debt and energy shortages. And now we're literally getting an automobile market and they're gutting it. 
They're literally just gutting it. They're creating car shortages intentionally. And it's like East Germany, one of my examples, East Germany said to the people, you can only buy one government approved car. It was a crappy thing called the East German Trabant. And people would have to be on waiting lists for years to get this crappy little car that was horrible. And that's what they're going to be able to create here is they're going to say you can only buy an electric car and there's no way electric cars are going to be able to ramp up. So people are going to be on waiting lists. You're going to have a, 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 a messed up used car market with all these old cars. And all for what? Create this shortage in chaos for what? Because we're saving a climate allegedly? No, it's to create the chaos, to collapse the current system. 1918, uh, Vladimir Lenin's slogan during Tsarist Russia during the Bolshevik Revolution was, 1917 was, the worse, the better. Worse is better. Collapse the current system so you can then impose your revolutionary vision. And that is what we are seeing globally. And when all those systems fail, daddy government will be there to hand it out to you so long as you agree to the terms and conditions, which means don't talk out, don't do this, don't do that. That's the end goal is the nanny state. That's best case scenario is the end goal. Yes. After that will be, we don't even, you know, once robotics come online, are they fully mature and, you know, general artificial intelligence fully matures, they don't need us. Well, I talk uh, about that in the book. It's called the, the World Economic Forum talks about the fourth industrial revolution, yep. the fusing of humans and machine. And they openly talk, you know, and I've even seen Hollywood TV shows. The idea is once you die, your brain can live yeah. a hard drive. But beyond that, I in the book, I detail how there was an event with Klaus Schwab and the head of uh, Google, Sergio Brin. And he's like, a few years from now, when we all have brain implants, we'll be able to tell what everyone in this audience is thinking, how they're reacting to what we're saying. What do you think of that? And the head of Google's like, yeah, I think that sounds great. And that's coming. I mean, and this is, again, from the forum, from the biggest figures you can imagine, the people that are relevant in your life, the head of Google's very relevant. How many people have used Google? This is what's happening. And they can shut you off on a dime. As I mentioned, you become a dissident in this today's world. You lose your money. You lose your ability to communicate via phone, text, email, website. I I use MailChimp. I use WordPress. How long before they say, you know, anyone opposed to climate, anyone promoting climate denial or the Great Reset, we're not going to have on our platforms anymore. Parler tried that whole thing. Like, oh, mm-hmm. we're going to have a thing. And of course, it relied on Apple servers. And the, so it's like a completely bad business model to begin with. But you can see, that, and I'll end with this. Ronald Reagan warned us, and I quote biotech engineer Vivek Ramaswamy in the book on this. Reagan warned us of the dangers of big government. You were listing off some of them, uh, you know, just going through history. They've been the biggest violators of human rights in history and the biggest killers of human rights as governments. But what we weren't prepared for, Reagan was half right, was that corporate government collusion, which is Mm. where we are now with banking. And I have a whole thing on digital banking in the book Mm -hmm. on ESG. I have a whole thing on the big tech and that fusion of government and corporations. This is where uh, America has never really experienced this. And this is where we are. And it's that crushing of the middle class. It's the recreation of a sort of feudal serfdom where we're going to all be all of us at the bottom. And then, the, of course, the ruling elite, they're going to have private jets and vacations and limousines. They're going to be able to do whatever they want. They'll be eating the meat and the steak and they'll be able to fly and move around. We're going to have the restrictions and a declared climate emergency. You can only fly once every three years. It is You can only fly when it's, quote, morally justifiable. These are what the actual quotes coming from activists and the reports from academia and government sponsored reports are saying pure evil and i know i have to let you run and but i do want to end with i thought the very very ending of your book was was beautiful it's despite laying all this out 
it's too hopeful. I, I was hoping no, no, to I think your eyes out and give up, but I had to put in a chapter of hope. No, no, I, I do. Well, the thing is, is don't let them break you because then they've yeah. won. And don't yeah. ever forget, these are old, crippled, depraved, yes, miserable people. They look scary. The shadow always looks scary. They have a lot of power and wealth. They do. Right now they do. Yes. Wind the clocks back 75 years and go to 1943 Europe and tell them all, oh, yeah, no, 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 you guys win. Like, what? We win? Oh, yeah, no, no. The Nazi war machine? The... No, no, we win. What? Yeah. You just keep pushing forward. These are sad, tired, miserable people. Yes. We will win. We don't have a choice. And it's going to happen. Just like all the old empires, always they always die out when they spread their forces too thin. This is the farthest and thinnest spreading of forces ever it's it, over it the is. whole globe which That's means true. it's it's just a bubble which means we can pop it yeah my last chapter is called the great reject yeah and it actually uses the analogy of the berlin wall the berlin wall didn't come down in 1989 in east germany because the east german parliament said oh 40 like, years yeah. of Soviet domination let's free the people it came down because people no longer gave their consent to tyranny yes. so i profile the parents and the activists from the school board level on that moved national and international politics. And that's, that's the hopeful message. So I do end a very hopeful message and lay out a blueprint for how to fight this insanity. Absolutely. I'll put the link to the book in the description as well as website, social media, all that good stuff. I know I got to let you run. So we'll wrap this up. Mr. Murano. Thank you so much, guys. The book is the great reset again on audible, pretty short. Listen, I'll put it in the description. Go check out his other stuff. I'd love to have you back on, man. All right. Thank you, Tom. All right, thank you, sir.